What is going on, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Berta here. In this episode, we are going to talk about how to take responsibility for your success. It's really easy to think that there is some outside force that pegs you down and you can have disadvantages based on the environment you're in, but that doesn't mean that environment has to dictate the type of person you become or what you have and don't have. Our guest is a perfect example of this. He lived through a difficult childhood, which we'll be talking a little bit later on in this episode, but he did not let that define his life. Despite all the stuff that happened, he went on to found the I Got Smarter app, which helps people to accomplish their goals because setting them is not enough. Our guest who joins us for this episode is none other than Nelson Tressler. Nelson, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate you having me. Nelson, it is a pleasure to have you on the show. And I do receive a lot of pitches for Breakthrough Success. And I came across yours and I was like, I just saw all the stuff that you went through. And people who go through the type of stuff you went through have that type of scenario. You don't really hear good endings. So that's why I'm so happy to have you on the show. Hear that transformation for people who don't know on Breakthrough Success, you're hearing about Nelson the first time. We're talking with someone who a police officer raped his mother, and that's how Nelson came into the world. And then his mother's father, the grandfather, killed that officer. And then she got involved with another person who's drunk and uh, frequently drunk, an alcoholic who created very difficult scenarios. So Nelson has gone through a lot and I'm sure I didn't include everything in there like the day-to-day stuff but what made you power through that and become who you are rather than just succumbing to the environment and following in the footsteps of those who you saw in front of you well yeah I mean it was definitely a, a challenging childhood and um, a lot of um nuances, but exactly going through that childhood was what motivated me to want something different for my life and also to want something different for my eventual family's life. Uh, it was no fun, uh, you know, growing up in, in those circumstances. It was no fun, you know, being raised by uh, an abusive stepfather and all these things that were happening in my life. Um, you know, I, I had a lot of breaks. I mean, as bad as my uh, childhood sounds, and there were definitely, you know, horrible situations, there were also so many good ones uh, that kind of showed me some contrast that, you know, other people who, believed in me and uh, knew that I could do something good with my life. And, you know, we're, we're talking about this and, and that one thing. And that one thing was, you know, my mom's family, she was uh, one of 15 children. And none of those children had, uh, you know, I think two of them had graduated from high school. The rest had dropped out of school early. Uh, as soon as they could work or in some cases, you know, became pregnant, they dropped out of school. You know, school was kind of that necessary evil. And that was the one thing that I kind of took on in my life is how can I change this? How can I stop this, you know, progression of heading down this same road? 
And uh, we live close to Penn State University. And uh, I was in the uh, seventh grade and a counselor from Penn State came and gave an assembly on what it would take to get into college. And at that time, you know, I had failed the fourth grade because of, you know, the lifestyle that my parents were living. Uh, I was in special ed. I couldn't read. I couldn't write. I still can't spell. But, you know, they talked about getting a college education and what it would take. And I kind of told myself, you know what, if I could do that, if I could get a college education, that would change, you know, the trajectory of my life. And uh, from that day, I started trying hard. I tried, uh, you know, I started studying, I started doing everything that I could. And eventually, I was able to accomplish that goal. And that one big goal kind of made me become obsessed with personal development and specifically goal attainment. And uh, everything that I have done since graduating from college, I, I track back to that one big goal that set me on this, uh, you know, journey of, of self-fulfillment and, and goal achievement. And you have some people who will just take like, you know, going to college or granted like, oh, that's just something that happens to everyone. But if you're in Nelson's environment, you see people who they haven't gone to college, you're in a very toxic environment. So being able to go to college is a big goal for some people. And it is something that a lot of people can overlook. And one thing I want to point out about Nelson as well, because I read up a little bit, uh, the Tressler name, it wasn't exactly, it was a bit of an infamous name and the way that it actually, the word infamous is supposed to be used. uh, Because since his grandfather killed that police officer, like a lot of people didn't really like that name. So add that to the toxicity, but to be successful, you hear this with athletes, they always have this great role model. So based on your environment, who was that role model for you? Who did you turn to? You know what, like, like I said, I had a lot of people that kind of helped me and took me under, under their wing. And I kind of saw that contrast of what was going on with my family. So I had a few of those, but there's also those situations where, you know what, you may not have that role model to kind of focus on and see. And you hear that story of how these people have uh, stood on the shoulders of giants to reach their success and go even further. And unfortunately, I didn't really have that strong male role model. But what I did know is I knew I, what I didn't want. And when I realized what I didn't want, that was good enough because I started doing the things that I knew would have taken me down that road. And sometimes you might not know what you want to do or where you want to go, but you know where you don't want to go. And then you just have to do the things to stay away from that or get as far away from that as possible. And I think that was one of the things that I did in my life was I didn't necessarily know where I wanted to go, but I knew where I didn't want to end up. And then I just started doing the things that I could do to ensure that I didn't end up, you know, where I didn't want to end up. That is a really great point because not everyone knows where they want to end up. Not everyone has this career path laid out or they know how they want to raise their family. But if you know what road you don't want to take, you take different roads. And when you do take those different roads, it's then when you get a clear idea of this is what I want to do. This is who I want to become. But crossing some things off the list is a great way to live the type of lifestyle you want to live regardless of your environment as nelson 
has demonstrated through his own life. But a big part of that is taking responsibility, which is something Nelson preaches. You do have to take responsibility for your own success. So how do we build up this commitment? Because in the seventh grade, when you saw the person from Penn State pretty much tell you, though, like, this is what it takes to get to college, you could have been super motivated for one day, but then it all just drops. So how did you take responsibility for that long-term manifestation of the goal? Well, you, you hit the nail on the head. It's, it's that long-term perspective. And I've, I've had that long-term perspective for you know, uh, my entire life. I've always, I've always envisioned what type of family I wanted to have, what type of life I wanted to live. And that's what drove me every day because I had that opportunity to see what happens when people, you know, didn't have goals or people started doing, you know, making those choices that led to places they didn't want to go. And I knew eventually, because I saw these people where they ended up, I knew eventually if I made those same choices, that's where I was going to end up. And I knew, you know, in 10 years, I knew where I wanted to be. And I knew I had to make those choices. And you, you talk a lot about responsibility. And, and that's a huge thing. Uh, another thing that, you know, that I've learned along the way is I don't give away my my responsibility of success to anybody or anything as soon as you do that you lose absolute control of it um you know the circumstances of my birth and the uh, and my childhood i could have blamed that on my grandfather i could have blamed it on my mom i could have blamed it on my family but as soon as you start blaming people then you've given them that responsibility and you lose all control i took complete responsibility of, of everything and then you know there's a saying out there that you know you can't control the uh, the adverse winds that come against you but you absolutely can control the way that you set your sails and that's what i started to do was you know what i i, I didn't create these adverse winds that were, you know, I felt like I was always headed, headed into, but I could control setting my own sail. That was the thing that I had control over. So I took responsibility for my own success. And by doing so, I was able to control, you know, the path that I took and the direction I was going and, and, and eventually the destination I ended up at. I love the, just the way you describe that because we can have so many different headwinds, but you can just choose to push forward through the headwinds, figure things out along the way, or you can just give up. And some people, they'll give up and they'll have scenarios, circumstances a lot less toxic than the ones that you had. And I've been bringing up the word environment a lot because one of the things that we preach on the show and just the saying I love in general, that you are the average of the five people you spend the most of your time with. I know earlier you've mentioned that, yeah, despite the toxic environment, I did have some people who I could go to. And for people who maybe they feel like they're in a toxic environment or they look at their existing relationships and they say, these aren't really elevating me. Like, I feel like I'm stuck. Yeah. How do you find those right people to associate with? You know what? It, in my uh, new book that's coming out in November, it's called The Unlucky Sperm Club. And there's a chapter in that book that's called Addition by Subtraction. 
And I talk about some of the stories in my life where, you know, I grew up very poor, you know, uh, no food in the fridge poor, you know, your lights getting turned off because you didn't pay the bill poor. But in, in one of those chapters, I talk about, you know, having addition in your life by having some subtraction. And eventually my stepfather was, uh, was walking home drunk from a bar and ended up getting hit by a drunk driver and dying. And that subtraction in our life actually opened up to where, you know, my, uh, my mom's new husband of 35 years now came in and uh, she is living a fantastic life now because of him. But without that subtraction of my stepfather, that would have never opened up that opportunity for her. So a lot of times in life, we sit there and we think we want more of something. A lot of times we don't realize that, you know, Sometimes what we need to do is subtract some things out of our life because two things cannot hold, you know, the same position. Uh, and, and that's physical, but it's also thoughts. Like you can't have fear in your mind and joy at the same time. You can't have, you know, two things have the same part of your mind. And that's why sometimes you've got to subtract things. And that goes along with some people in your life. If there are people in your life, you know, bringing you down, uh, you need to get away from that because again, um, you got to get rid of that before good people can come in. People who are going to encourage you, people who are going to, you know, feed you with uh, positive thoughts and encourage you to fulfill your dreams. And that's, that's what I mean by, you know, addition by subtraction. Addition by subtraction. I feel in life, you just need a few close friends. So many people, they want to be popular for in front of everyone, but you just need a few close friends on social media it's interesting you bring this up because I've just been trimming down on what I see on my feed. I've been muting certain individuals because I only want stuff that elevates me. I only want stuff that will, like, I don't want to have to look on social media and like frustration or anger at something that shows up. I like social media, you can control what shows up by prioritizing the individuals, the accounts that post type of content that will help you grow. So you could definitely rally behind the uh, addition through subtraction. One thing I do want to bring up also is um, like people in the toxic environment. I know I keep bringing this up, but I do feel like a lot of people, they feel like they're in a toxic environment. They feel like there are certain flaws. Sure. How have you approached your relationship with people who were toxic to you in the past, like uh, forgiveness or just like distancing yourself from them? Like, how does that part of it work? You know what? Uh, total forgiveness. Uh, I don't want to judge anybody. I mean, a lot of people, you know, when they when they read my book, uh, The Unlucky Sperm Club and and the trials that I went through, some people ask, you know, are, are you are you on talking terms with your mother? Absolutely, I am. I mean, I, I look at her life and I look what, what she went through and I think, man, she had a rougher life than I did. And I don't want to carry baggage around of not forgiving people. I mean, we've all been around people that, you know, something's not right. We've wronged them. They've wronged us. I mean, we're never comfortable around them. I mean, we're looking for them, you know, at a party or at an event. 
I don't want, I don't want to lug that around. I, again, it comes from, you know, addition by subtraction. I, I want to forgive everybody and, uh, you know, and I hope everybody forgives me because none of us are perfect. None of us know the situation that these other people are in. And a lot of times we don't know the full story. So, I, I try not to hold a grudge against anybody. I try to give forgiveness and I hope that everybody forgives me for not being perfect as well. That is very well said because you have the scenario where like you look at what someone did to you and like that is completely unforgivable. I don't want anything to do with this person. But if you act that way, you do hold on to the grudges and that is going to carry over into the way you treat your family, your relationships and the goals that you go after. And you can't be focused on what people did to you in the past. If you are going towards these big goals for Nelson, that big goal was getting that college education that has shifted now to some of his business initiatives, his book, and making sure that gets in the hands of as many readers as possible. We will definitely be throwing that in the show notes if you want to grab your copy. But after you got out of college, how, like what did the goal setting process look like then? Well, you know what, like the, that one goal, you know, in, in, getting through college, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a four year event. It was, uh, it was a 12 year, uh, event. It, it included four different colleges, four years in the air force, uh, you know, ending up being married and with one child before I fulfilled that goal. So goals are hard and some goals are harder than others, but you know, you have to fulfill the goal and see it through to the end. And that's what I got smarter helps people do, even though goals aren't hard, but Eventually, when I did fulfill that goal and I was able to become that first person in, in my extended family to uh, receive a college education, that inspired me. You know, if somebody like me could graduate from college, I mean, uh, from the family that I came from, you know, with, with, you know, two people out of my 15 aunts and uncles ever graduating high school, you know, somebody who has flunked the fourth grade, somebody who was in special ed all the way up till 10th grade, who has dyslexia, who, you know, couldn't read, couldn't write, couldn't spell. If somebody like me could set a goal and, and fulfill it and graduate from college, you know, through goals and personal development, what else could I do with that? And as soon as I graduated from college, I got my job, you know, my first job, I became obsessed with personal development. I became obsessed with goal achievement. I went to every seminar I could afford, you know, I bought every book that I, I uh, could afford and I became obsessed with learning these strategies and these techniques to, uh, that I knew that, you know, if you had enough time, enough focus and enough energy, you could really achieve anything if you stuck with it and put your mind to it. And then my life became obsessed with, you know, becoming the best version of myself that I could. And I've done that over the last 25 years. And that's what you'll find in the program. You know, I got smarter in, in, in our app and, and in our philosophies in that company. Nelson, I love that whole direction. And achieving big goals really builds up momentum. It's important for us to keep up that momentum. One thing I do want to talk about with big goals, though, is you set a really big goal and then you achieve it. And 
for some people, they get stuck after this point. It's like, oh, what do I do next? I'm not really sure how to proceed because you spend years and years working on this big goal. You hit it. Now what? So mm-hmm. how did you like proceed to raise yourself rather than just like hitting this big goal? Like the traditional person who like a lot of people who graduate college, there is this like, now what uh, type of moment that a lot of people have. Well, I think, and one of the things we talk about in the I Got Smarter program is, is we're always striving to become the best version of ourselves. And a lot of times we don't realize what that version is. I mean, if, if you talk to me when I was 16 years old and you ask me what my best version of myself was, I couldn't even become you know, come close to explaining to you where I am today, or even, you know, the best version of myself would have been a college graduate because that was my goal. But every time that we accomplish something like that, you know, the goals that you're going to accomplish is are based totally on the person that you become. And as you continue to set these big goals and achieve these big goals, it's not only about those goals. It's about becoming that person that can achieve those goals. And as you become that better version of yourself, it becomes addictive. And you want to, you want to become that better version. And that better version of that person will have bigger and grander goals. So I, I've never had trouble with, you know, stopping and thinking, oh, okay, I've, I've, you know, I, I've accomplished all that I'm ever going to accomplish in this world. And now I'm ready to buy a recliner and, and mm-hmm. some golf clubs and, and ride off into the sunset. I mean, that, that's not the way life is. We should be continually growing to the day that we die. And, you know, some of, some of those goals may be monetary and business, but some might be the relationships that we're in. Some might be giving back to the community. I mean, our goal at I Got Smarter is to make the world a better place, you know, one goal and one person at a time. And that goal is going to last me the rest of my life. Personal development, it's a journey. And I feel like everyone should really embrace it. You could see like just through Nelson's story, what he went through, how he got to where he is. And it doesn't matter if you're born to a privileged household or you're born to a toxic environment. What matters is that you choose to take responsibility for your life, for your success, and for all of the big goals that you set for yourself. Nelson, this has been such an awesome interview. We will be linking to your book, The Unlucky Sperm Club, in the show notes. I Got Smarter, your app. We will be throwing that in the show notes as well. Have I covered all the grounds in the show notes? Do you want to include another resource in there? No, Mark, I think you hit it. I mean, my book my book doesn't come out until November 12th. Uh, so that, that book will be launched November 12th. But the I Got Smarter app, is on uh, is on Apple and Google, so you can definitely go there and download that app and uh, start using that program and start you know achieving your own goals. And that program is incredible. It's changed you know so many people's lives. So that's what I'm excited. That's that's what I'm doing. That's the purpose of my life right now is to help other people who are in rough circumstances or you know they're stuck to uh, finally know that, uh, you know, there, there's hope and that they absolutely can achieve bigger goals than they ever imagined. 
Breakthrough Success listeners. If you guys enjoyed this episode, make sure you check out Nelson and all of his work. I do feel like you guys should be following all the great stuff that he is doing. Nelson, thank you again for coming on Breakthrough Success. It was a pleasure to have you here today. Thanks a lot, Mark. It was great. Appreciate it.